It's Mike Stiles, and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real and yet is. Subscribe now and be the smartest person in the room about this stuff. It's March 14th. Let's see what happened this week. You know how one of the big selling points of crypto is that it's decentralized, so big authoritarian institutions couldn't completely control it? Turns out what crypto needed to send its value skyrocketing was for a big authoritarian government to give it a semi-stamp of approval, complete with moves to regulate it. Those of you holding Bitcoin did especially well after President Joe Biden's executive order. It calls for federal agencies to start exploring how to regulate crypto, and that promise of lower volatility sent Bitcoin up 9%. The government, which, mind you, is only here to help us, says it wants to support this innovation while protecting consumers, businesses, the climate, and the broader financial system. You know, the existing broader financial system. The government is also considering making its own U.S. central bank digital currency because, why not, everybody else is. A similar clampdown in the jolly old U.K. There, the Financial Conduct Authority declared ATMs that offer crypto asset exchange services have to register with them. The Financial Conduct Authority. Got to do that to ensure that all financial conduct stays under the watchful eye of the existing authority that watches financial conduct. You can't just go buggering off making your own money without asking permission from an authority. That would be daft. There's only about 70 of those ATMs, down from 80. In a statement saying that you are stupid, the authority said crypto assets are unregulated and high risk, which means people are unlikely to have any protection if things go wrong. So people should be prepared to lose all their money if they choose to invest in them. Okay. By the way, the pound is now worth less than 1% of what it was worth in 1960, so that's who's protecting you. An article in Forbes asked, have you been seeing less NFT chatter around the internet lately and hearing less about the metaverse? Well, the answer, of course, is no. But the article proceeded to pretend the answer is yes. It says, according to Google search trends, interest in NFTs and metaverse is sharply declining, which would certainly be a running kick in the groin for this podcast. But the article says in the gaming space, fans don't like when the subject of NFTs is brought up. And the phrase metaverse has already become meaningless. Interest in the term metaverse peaked when Facebook changed its name to Meta because people were trying to figure out what the hell Facebook was trying to do. The problem seems to be neither Meta nor their competitors have painted a clear vision for what the metaverse is going to be. Either that or magazine article writers aren't listening. Terms like crypto, blockchain, Ethereum, and Bitcoin, however, have held steady. But not everybody got the nobody cares about NFTs and the metaverse memo. Warner Brothers is creating over 6 million DC Comics physical trading cards that will come packaged with redeemable NFTs. A board game company called Cartamundi is designing the cards, which will feature about 155 different superheroes. And yes, there are that many of them just on the DC side alone. Just about everybody except Irritable Bowel Syndrome Man. The NFTs will be minted on the Ethereum sidechain Immutable X. 
They're also going to issue a few limited edition cards with images and characters from the Batman movie ingeniously titled The Batman. One will definitely be Robert Pattinson sulking around in his raccoon eyes makeup. It's kind of a natural fit because NFTs have often been compared to things like baseball and football and Happy Days cards because they're worth whatever other collectors want to pay for them. You know who else didn't get the memo? People who love weed. There's already a cannabis dispensary in the metaverse where you can order your wacky ganja grass there and have it delivered to your house or trailer. It's run by Florida-based Candy Girl and operates in Decentraland. They spent 3850 mana, the cryptocurrency used to buy real estate in Decentraland, so that's about $13,282. You'd have to be high to spend that kind of... Oh, right. Still, your avatar can teleport to their location immediately, and they're able to distribute to all 50 states because of the 2018 U.S. Farm Bill, which made hemp legal. Thanks, Congress! But don't get excited, hemp-derived CBD products have less than 0.3% THC. They do have virtual parties on the dispensary's rooftop, though. So just what will those metaverses be like? VentureBeat rounded up a few predictions from the experts. One, if the number of metaverse users approaches the number of active Facebook users, that's 2.89 billion people which will require 800 times more servers than the largest MMO 3D virtual game. So powering it will require collaboration and shared resources from many companies, as well as idle machines, which could even include game consoles and electric cars when they're just sitting around plugged in. Two, people will be able to pay with computing power, agreeing to host part of the metaverse using their CPU, or flat-out selling power in exchange for crypto. Three, there'll be tools so that anybody who's uber creative can create mini verses to keep things interesting content-wise. In other words, that will get easy, just like building websites did. And four, we'll see new and different jobs. We covered that last week if you want to figure out what you should be studying in night school. That's what we've got for this week. Again, subscribe and download us every week. And in exchange, we'll be grateful. Ooh. And we'll be here next week.